1: folks. We're just enjoying this opportunity to come across your radios. We're working in the book of Proverbs. We're talking about this instruction, how God works through it, you know, key verses that stick out to us, things that I'm personally chronicling, things that are catching our attention and all that. Pretty excited about it. I love Proverbs 1. We're already there. I'm into it. There's 31 Proverbs, one for every day of a 31-day month. I encourage you folks, kind of like a homework. I hate to give you guys homework, but I said, read the book of Proverbs about 10 times this week you know, read it every day, two or three times, just really dig into it and find that instruction from God, that instruction that, that makes us better, that brings us closer to him, that gives us wisdom, that takes away our foolishness. We, we wrap this other one up, Stephanie, with this idea of wearing this crown that God gives us and not consenting to people being evil to us, to sinning against us, to becoming part of that. And, and, uh, so how's things going with you over there in Indiana?
2: Well, Doug, we are doing well here. Um my older boys are taking a trip this weekend um, with one of their aunts. So I am gonna have the five younger ones. So we're gonna we're gonna have some fun starting this afternoon. Um gonna do some fun stuff today with them. So they're pretty excited. I'm looking forward to some one on one time with five of them.
1: Oh no, I think it's great. So. And Emmy's uh, Marco polo to me there and what she was gonna do and oh, she did she, seemed, see Marco. she she seemed pretty excited about that and I, I Marco poloed her back and uh but I gotta Marco yep. polo her again. I I know she's to gonna be, she's gonna be a little bit weirded out with the beard coming in, but uh
2: I'll play. Yeah, just be prepared.
1: I think it's going kind to of, well, hell, it looks a lot better this time. I went a little bit longer than I have in the past. So it's, uh, it's called my COVID beard, you know, it's coming from that place <laughs> of COVID. And, uh, so today is our 38th, uh, wedding anniversary. So we, we've, we've got be a awesome. big weekend planned. We're taking off of the mountains here over the weekend and, and, uh, you know, probably attend church there in the mountains and, and then go to our, uh, uh our little sweet thing that I rented there. We're going to be right at the foothills of the right at the foot of the Smoky mountains, one half mile from the entrance and right in the middle of Gatlinburg. So we're pretty excited about that. We're going to start doing more stuff uh, that involves making memories, I think, you know, and, uh, it's, it's so easy to lay around the house and watch TV and stuff, or, you know, just can even continue to work, but to unplug, you know, we need some unplugging time. So we're going to yeah. unplug for a few days and, uh, so we're pretty excited about that. And uh, I, I wish we had an American table, but we're going to go get some good chow this afternoon.
2: I'm uh, sure down there, there's some awesome options, though. So.
1: There are, yeah, yeah, But uh, but American table's pretty cool. I do like those folks right there. Yeah,
2: they're
1: pretty great. So we have this segment, Stephanie, a segment that we never want to leave behind because it helps us from being a knucklehead. You know, so we do this segment, segment, you might be a knucklehead if. And the reason we do it is twofold. Number one, we want you to know what a knucklehead looks like. And number two, we don't want you to be a knucklehead, so we want you to understand uh, that is. And so you might be a knucklehead if you miss your appointment. So, you know, I'm waiting for appointments, so I was supposed to have some dental surgery done and stuff. And people miss appointments. You know, I go in yesterday, I give the note, hey, I don't have COVID anymore, I got a clear COVID test, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, they had people not showing up if they had called the day before and said, I'm not coming up, I'd be all done right now. You know, I'd be on the mend. So uh, I think you're a knucklehead if you miss appointments and you don't cancel them. That's all I want to say. I think that makes you a knucklehead. I just feel like that. And uh, so... You might be a knucklehead if you miss appointments. Don't miss appointments. Go out of your way to make sure you make appointments. And if you can't make them, cancel them a day or two before. So people like me who are waiting in the background, having to deal with COVID and missing an appointment, which I canceled a full two days ahead of time because I had 104 fever. Uh, and I, was, I had some weird dreams. I want you to know that. There was some weird <laughs> dreams, Stephanie, that came out of that last batch of COVID. Man, there was things. I mean, Emmy was my drill sergeant for a while. It was just – it was <laughs> – It was bad things going on, man. That's the,
2: unfortunately, there's some reality.
1: She's got a little bit of drill sergeant in her. Yeah. Emmy's got everything it takes to be a general or something in the army. I promise you that. (laughs) And then we got books that are right with God or food that's right with God. And I'm going to stick with food for a while, I think today. So, Food that's right with God. I've given this a lot of thought. I like chili. You know, chili is one of those things, Stephanie, that, you know, you can throw it on noodles, you can throw it on rice, you can eat it by yourself, you can put it on eggs, you can do anything with chili. Uh, I mean, Mm -hmm. chili. Now, here's the thing. Are you a person that eats chili with beans? Or are you a person that doesn't have beans and chili? Where are you at Uh with that? totally have beans i totally have beans too i use kidneys and baked and stuff yeah. like that but sometimes i like the chili without beans too the kind they put on hot dogs and stuff but but i'm a chili guy so i gotta be up front with them. i'm chili i use crushed tomatoes i use hamburger i use kidney beans i use baked beans i use tons of chili powder i use uh, hot seasoning i use ground cayenne pepper i use you know, I'm just loaded up with season. I put a little bit of curry in there. I, put, You know, I, I put some of those seeds in there and stuff and curry in there and things like that. And, man, I even put a little bit of sugar in my chili. I'm going to be up front with you. Uh, a little bit of hot sauce. That stuff is right with God. So food that's right with God today is chili. I just want to point that out. So when's the last time you had chili, Stephanie? Well,
2: let me think here. I was going to make it this week, but I made spaghetti last night instead. So it's been a few weeks. We are due for it again. So next week, I'm sure I'll be making it. The kids love it, but they like it with beans. If there's not beans in it, they look at, we ordered some when we had COVID.
3: Yeah.
2: And the kids were, I was let down. I mean, it was like, what is, I mean, it tasted okay, but we, we like our beans.
1: I, you know, I have no taste right now. People have been saying that for years, but I literally have no taste or smell.
2: Mine is still not totally back because I can and my smell isn't totally back either, which that freaks me out worse. But um, but it's coming; it's better than it was three weeks ago. So I'm thankful.
1: Sometimes it comes in handy, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, because you're around <laughs> smelly people or smelly restaurants or whatever. But sometimes you really say. Man, I wish I could taste this strawberry milkshake. So I had a strawberry milkshake yesterday, and I and you know what I eat every single day of my life. I have cut up fresh strawberries with whipped cream on top every single day of my life, and that's a long story. But I I got this problem with strawberries. You know, my mother identified it when I was about you have ten a problem years
2: old. With cream, you just have a problem with whipped cream.
1: I love whipped cream, man. You can put whipped cream on anything, and it makes it better. You could put whipped cream on an onion, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, whipped cream. But when I was a kid, we'd get strawberries maybe only twice a year. We were poor folk. You know, there wasn't a lot of money. And uh, I can remember we'd get out and pick a bucket of strawberries once or twice a year. And I'd have a bucket of strawberries and my mother would take heavy whipping cream and put a drop or two of vanilla in there and a teaspoon of sugar and she'd whip that up real real eerie and pretty and and uh, loaded on top of strawberries. And I'd eat it until, I mean, until I got sick. I'd buy an extra bucket of strawberries. My mother would say, man, if we had the money, you'd eat strawberries and cream every day of your life. Well, I want you to know, Ma, if, uh, if God lets you listen into this podcast once in a while, that you were a prophet because <laughs> 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 I eat strawberries and cream every day of my life, praise God. But anyway, so here yeah. we are in the book of Proverbs. I can't help it, you know? I don't eat a lot. We're talking, you know, seven or eight strawberries cut up into little pieces, a little bit of water. Sometimes I'll put a drop or two of honey in there. Sometimes I'll put a half teaspoon of sugar and, and I squirt like a cup of whipped cream on top. Praise God. And just, you know, oh, just think, I just yeah. want to stop the podcast right now and do that. But we can't. we so, got to hop into God's word. And uh, <laughs> But I eat strawberries and cream every single day. So we're in Proverbs. We did 1 through 10, and we're going to start at 10 again, and we're going to go down through 23, Stephanie. It says, My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. And we talked about that at length yesterday, that we're not going to be part of it. Then it says in 11, If they say, Come with us, let us lay, wait for blood, let us lurk privily for the innocent without cause. And that's the way sinners are. Let us swallow them up alive in the grave, whole, As thou that go down within the pit, we shall find all precious substance. We shall find our houses with spoil cast in the lot among us. Let us all have one purse. My son, walk not thou in the way of with them. Reframe thy foot from their path for their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain and in net and spread in the sight of any bird. And they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privily for their own lives. So are the ways every one that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. Wisdom crieth without the uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gate, in the city that uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones? Will ye love simplicity, and will the scorners delight in their scorning, and the fools hate knowledge? Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Stephanie, we just read those 13, 14 verses there. What's coming to your mind?
2: Wow. This passage is so... So powerful! If young people and older people would get a hold of this, it would change their lives. And when I read this, you know, we have so many examples throughout Scripture of men and women who made this choice in whatever the realm of life. And I think of Joseph. You know, as he had brothers, yeah, yeah. who were evil. They were wicked, they were narcissistic, and part of the reason they hated him so much was because Joseph would not come up, be a part of them, and as a group, they literally laid wait for blood, they literally lurked for the innocent without cause, (laughs) they literally threw Joseph into a pit, you know, and and sometimes when you read this, you have to wonder if Solomon had a situation in mind. Yeah. Yeah. that he had either witnessed or he was thinking back on stories that had been told to him. But we have so many examples and I mean, I could think of examples in life where I have watched grown men, adult men, adult women go through this process. And unfortunately I've watched more than I would like to even say, make that choice, count the cost and the cost was too high. So let's just cast our lot in among them and we'll all have one purse. And, you know, that's a dangerous place to be because that's the choice Aiken's children made. Yeah. And there's consequences when you choose to listen to the sinners who are seeking to entice you.
1: Yeah. And that's... And, uh, it, it's we, sobering. It is. And, and they can... Boy, they can ruin our lives if we're not careful, Stephanie. Truth be yeah. told, there's so many listening today who've who've had people pick them out and mark them and target them and and badmouth them. And, you know, certainly we're no strangers to adversity and people badmouthing us. But uh, what do we say to somebody who's in the midst of this right now? They have those people lurking behind them that are targeting them, that are marking them, that are trying to hurt them, that are that are trying to to take away whatever God's doing in their life by talking behind their backs, by doing these things. I mean, what do you say to somebody? You've been there, Stephanie. You've had those people mark you and shred you and hurt you and badmouth you. And what would you say to somebody who's in the midst of that right now?
2: Well, I would say if you're in the midst of this right now, you were given 10 to 20 or 10 to 19 as a very, it's, it's a warning. These kinds of people exist. They're very much out there in every single realm of life. It's very easy to say it's black and white when you look at the government. It's black and white when you look. This stuff is black and white in our churches too, if we'll let God take the scales off of our eyes. And so you have to come to verse 20. And it. And this is, again, how I talked about yesterday, where wisdom is personalized. It's it's It comes to life here. And this is who Jesus is, and it, and you could put Jesus and our Savior, the one who died for for the sin of the world, in this place. And it says, Wisdom crieth out; she uttereth her she uttereth her voice in the street. She crieth in the chief place. In other words, she is shouting out like a straight preacher, saying, "I'm here if you'll listen to me." Mm-hmm. How long will you love simplicity? You know, when you when you make that choice to throw your lot in among those. Who are who are blatantly or like the Pharisees, you know, in a quote unquote spirit under a spiritual cloak, um shaking their fists in God God's face. Yeah. Are you gonna love that? Are you gonna turn from it? Are you gonna turn at God's reproof? And I love verse 23. There is such a beautiful promise given. It says, Turn you at my reproof. In other words, change your church tra- trajectory that you're on in your path.
1: There's the answer. Yeah.
2: Make that choice. And then God says, I will pour out my spirit upon you and I will make known my word unto you. If you by faith will count that cost and say, it's worth it. It's worth it to be blacklisted by other to know my God. It's worth it to be blacklisted by anyone else to know my God, he will pour his spirit out upon you. And that is one of the greatest promises in all of God's word.
1: Yeah. And I, and I think it even goes, you know, exactly what you're saying. It goes down that road where choices need to be made, but they need to be made. It's, it's just not a one, one, one shot deal. You know, God's, no. God's evilness just doesn't rest on one person in our life. You know, it's uh, it's a daily struggle. And I love that we see it's like a father speaking to his son here, and and, and it says, My son, walk not thou in the way with them, refrain thy foot from their path, for their feet run to evil, make have shed blood. Surely in vain the net spread in the sight of any bird, and it goes on, and they lay wait for their own blood. And mm-hmm. you know, and it's like this father is saying, Don't do this. And in verse 19, so are the ways of everyone. That is greedy of gain. There's so many out there that wanna ensnare us, that wanna. To... But you know what I found out? People who live the life to make people look bad. People who live a life to make themselves look better, and it never works, by the way. You know, narcissists are never happy. They never reach, no. to, they never reach a height by destroying people. They never reach this high they want to get to. They never reach this place that, boy, okay, so I've beaten down Doug. I've beaten down Stephanie. I've beaten down all these different people. Now I've reached it. It never happens. You never get there. And, yeah. and and what God wants you to know today is, is don't even go down the path. You know, uh, I mean, the hardest thing to do is the easiest thing to do if with God, and that's to turn around and walk away. And sometimes, don't get me wrong, sometimes you got to correct things. There's a biblical way of dealing with things in Matthew 18 within your church and stuff. But in so many cases, Stephanie, these people who hurt us and snare us, these people who wait for our blood, these people who lurk, these, these people who are out to get us, in so many cases, Stephanie— these people, you know, they're not part of our church. They're not part of anything. They're just yeah. out to ruin folks or somehow in their mind to make themselves look better. And they believe their own lies. And we've talked yeah. about this, that one missionary who believed his own lies, he got fired from a mission agency, came with me, lied about me and believed it. And. Yeah. And so these people believe their own lies, but but God's plan, I think, is pretty simple here, and and uh, Proverbs number one, and the plan is this: just don't even go down the path, don't consent to it. Uh, you know, wear that crown, wear that ornament. Uh, say no, I'm not going to be involved with this, and and, and boy, you really. Uh, in my mind, you really hit that when you went down to verse number 23, and it says, turn you in my reproof, behold, I will pull out my, pour out my spirit onto you. So, so there's a couple things going on, Stephanie, that you aptly pointed out. Number one, if we do what God says and we don't consent to the sin, if we do what God says and we don't go down the path, if we do what God says and we don't let him get our blood, if we do what God says and we drive on for God, we get the whole thing from God. He pours out his spirit on us, man. We live in a better place. And then there's hypervigilance, this craziness, this hurting hearts, these these places we go, these places we live. Then all of a sudden, it gets better
3: Mm -hmm.
1: because we're not going to be part of that. But that's not how we're programmed, Stephanie. So, you know, we're programmed by the world to... Uh, You know, somebody's put us in their sights and they're shooting at us and they're shredding us and they're coming after us. And by program, by the world, it's our responsibility to shoot back. It's our responsibility to shred back. It's our responsibility to one up. But you know what God's saying? No, not with me. I've got that covered. So, yeah. so what kind of sense should we have as we transition to this next song, Stephanie? Close us out, and 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 how should we sense that God is with us through these things? Well,
2: we are given such great and precious promises throughout Scripture, and we are going to have sinners who will seek to entice us. And entice means to deceive us. It means they might not blatantly; they may blatantly get dishonest. But it might be, you know, it might be a, a slow process of wearing us down or seeking to almost, you know, bribe us. Yeah. If I can, that term and where and we seeing that happen left and right today. But th- this can come in all different forms. And it's coming to that point of, no, God, I love you more than all of this. Yeah, Where we, the way, same way that our Savior has set his love on us to the level where He was willing to die for us, where we set our love on Him that same way, and when we do that, your path will change, your trajectory, your purpose, your life will be transformed. And you know, make that choice to to let every day God renew your mind to create a right spirit within you yeah. to change His image, and you will end up on. With them as you love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind.
1: There it is, my friends. So there's a song on our new CD that, that uh, Stephanie's dear friends, uh, the Van Geldrens, John and Mary Lynn Van Geldren wrote. It's uh, The title of the song is I Love You, Lord. And uh, this is all about loving God and choosing him. And as Stephanie drops off, we're going to go ahead and play this song for you. I love you, Lord. Listen, if we can do anything to help you, Brother Eric's going to come along, talk to you about what you need to know to be saved. Please heed that. Pay attention to that. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior if you haven't. If we can do anything to help you beyond that, make sure you contact us on Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page. And hey, folks, if you love this podcast and you're listening to us on Apple or something, would you give us five stars out there? Would you give us a big rating on that? And uh, if you don't like us, don't do anything. But uh, if you do like us, give us a great rating out there so other people would listen. We sure do love you, but we love the Lord. And here's a song by John and Marilyn Van Gelderen. They wrote it. Stephanie Wesco and family singing it. I love you, Lord. And uh, so pay attention to this song, listen to every word. I believe it'll be a blessing to you.
0: For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.